These all sounded plausible. Except for Ramones, though he insisted he had proof. But I didn't think Kevin could be that interesting. He probably just slept. Kevin also had the misfortune of sharing his name with my biological dad. So Ramon referred to our manager as the lesser of two Kevins. I slapped on my name tag and settled in. I had my mom to thank for my name. My dad took his sweet time showing up to my birth, and in an uncharacteristic moment of spite, she named me Sawan just to tick him off. Apparently, my dad wanted to name me Richard or Steve or something. But mom got there first, and since I happened to be born on the happy pagan holiday of Sawan, well, there you go. I'm just lucky I wasn't born on President's Day. She might have named me Abraham Lincoln, and there is no way I could pull off a stovepipe hat. To retaliate, my dad started calling me Sam, since he said Sawin, which is how S-A-M-H-A-I-N is pronounced, sounded funny. Their divorce surprised no one. The Plumpy's crowd was in a lull, so I watched Frank, the other counter-jockey, triple-check his condiments, napkins, and the rest of his fast-food accoutrement. Frank was younger than me, and so he still had a little enthusiasm for his work. Brooke, Ramon, and I had all started a pool on how long it would take for this place to suck the life out of him. If he cracked next week, I got ten bucks. Brooke had this week, and she was doing her best to get Frank to break early. Brooke left her station at the drive through window and sauntered over to the milkshake machine. I wasn't much older than Brooke, but she was young enough and tiny enough that Ramon and I both spent more time protecting her than ogling her. Not that we couldn't do both, really. I just felt a little dirty after. But I couldn't help my programming, and Brooke looked like a cheerleader in a dairy commercial. Bouncy blonde ponytail, clear blue eyes, and a wholesome smile that could turn any guy into man-putty. Frank didn't stand a chance because, although she tended to be a sweet girl, she could be devious when she wanted something. I probably wouldn't get my ten dollars. Brooke finished pouring a large strawberry shake, snapped the lid on, and turned to look at Frank while she took a long sip from the straw. He ogled. I watched as she slid her hand over and flipped the machine's off switch. Frank manned register one and was responsible for the milkshake machine. He missed the tiny movement, his eyes intent on her lips as they wrapped around the straw. She sauntered back to her station, and I wondered how long it would be until Frank noticed the machine was no longer chugging behind him. If she kept on the offensive, Brooke would have him in tears before the weekend. After about two hours, a dozen surly customers, and a minor shake machine malfunction— I decided to take a quick break. Frank could mop up shake mix and man the counter. Sure, the mess might make him crack early, but if I helped him, he'd never learn. And really, wasn't learning more important? I saluted him and hopped over the mess, stepping out back with Ramon. On the way, I grabbed my broom and the doorstop so we could leave the back door open in case someone needed to shout for us. Ramon had quit smoking a year ago, but he never let that get in the way of a good smoke break. I had never smoked in the first place, but that didn't keep me from taking one either. And since the rain had finally vamoosed, nothing stood between us and a decent game of potato hockey. It is a relatively straightforward game, 
you get a medium-sized potato and two brooms. Designate the goal areas, and you're ready to go. Today, Ramon defended the garbage bin by Plumpy's back door, and I defended a shiny silver Mercedes because, according to Ramon, it represented the privileged white aristocracy of America trying to keep the Latino man down. Our duel, Ramon said, spinning his broom like a bow staff, will represent the struggle our nation's currently engaged in. Please, we both know you're just going for home team advantage. You wound me, Sam. I can't help it if your cracker-like oppression gives me the better playing field. He did a quick hamstring stretch. Suck it up. Fine, I said, then I get the handicap. Sam, you're Texas. Texas always gets the handicap. I'm Team Texas again? He grinned, rolled his shoulders.